here Tony and Mad Max live Saturday, January 22nd, 12 p.m. Eastern, 1234 to be exact. And man, we have a lot to discuss here today. But what do you want to start out with first? Do you want to start out with the masterpiece you saw last night and go in a depth conversation about that, then give our prediction and picks for today's games as well as tomorrow's for the NFL playoffs divisional round? Um, well, here's how we'll structure it out here. We won't really go that deep into, into the movie I saw yesterday. We'll keep it brief. We'll do a brief thing into that. Um, then we'll talk NFL playoffs. And then I'll let you go off on, on the freaking new york knicks because i know you've been like dying to so let's start it off man so um i saw i saw the new scream last night um i was taken aback just an absolutely beautiful beautiful movie it was it it really if you're a big scream person like this is it's really a thank you to you it's it, it was you really have to understand the impact that that movie has had on on the genre to really appreciate what that movie was yesterday. And like I told you on the phone last night, like it was it was the little things, the the little minor details that they threw in there. It wasn't just the fact that the movie ended in Stu's house. That was monumental, you know, just from the get go. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> like the movements that the camera angles like the stuff that like they had characters do like oh you it's i really can't even explain it to you right here you kind of have to see it if you're you have to see it to understand and the way that they had the, that they had the characters act the way that they had them perform the scenes was just brilliant it like, was. And, and you gave it a 10 out of 10. When I walked out of the theaters, because I never give anything a 10 out of 10. You know what? The 10 was at the tip of my tongue, but I gave it an 8 or 9 out of 10. I'm considering giving it a 10. And I do think it's the best fifth film in any horror franchise. And it's one of the greatest films in recent times in horror, because we know what the dumpster fire of the horror genre is now. The films that are coming out today are just... Before. It was a beautiful legacy movie. I think that that's what a lot of these like reboots kind of are they're legacy movies mm. like the star wars stuff is all legacy stuff um the the recent spider-man movie was a spider-man legacy movie it was a it was kind of a tribute to like not only toby Maguire's spider-man trilogy but also Come andrew on. garfield's Andrew Garfield's two Spider-Man movies that came afterwards like it was a thank you to all the fans that went out to go and see those movies when they came out and you love them and you rewatch them this was a tribute to the screen fans even the new Halloweens that come out oh, those are dumpster they're, fire they're horrible yeah, they're the, they some of the worst bad. films I've ever seen in my life they may not be as good but they definitely are legacy movies no, I get what you're saying they just like are terrible at it the writers of scream need to take over halloween with the quickness can can we please get get them to take over the last film and then end it like you want scream to be ended halloween ends it better freaking end i'll say this this better be the last scream movie because if it doesn't (laughs) then then 
everything in this movie just completely went just completely went to shit. I wouldn't even watch it. I'm lying. I I, I would go. No, see you it. would. Come but on. After that, ten I'd go ten. see it. But I but I but I, I wouldn't be happy. I'm not even kidding. Like, what if I, I wouldn't be happy. What if you have the intentions that you have right now, but you go and you walk out and it, I don't know if it's gonna be the same result where this one was like, wow, this is a 10 out of 10. But what if you go and you say that and you see it and then you say to yourself, oh my like, oh my god, this is good. Then I'll be then I'll be happy. I want to be proven wrong. Yeah. And you were proven, I want to wrong. Be proven wrong. What were your what were your thoughts when the trailer came out and then like what I told you? Because you said prove I it was, to yeah. me. <laughs> I was excited. And when I saw the early reviews, I was like, okay, now, now I have to see this movie. And it was just incredible. And the new characters, see new characters can be very tricky because everybody wants to see legacy characters as what they were called in the movie. They, they want to see Sidney Prescott. They want to see Gail Weathers. They, they want to see Dewey. It's like in Star Wars. People wanted to see Luke Skywalker. They wanted to see Han Solo. They wanted to see Leia. Like that's that's what they paid money to go and see. And the new characters in Star Wars fell flat on their faces, except for Ray. Ray was very good, but the other ones sort of just fell flat. These characters did not fall flat. They really didn't. No. And I love, I love, I love, I love how they had the niece and nephew of Randy Meeks pretty much mirror what pretty much mirror Randy's character in the first scream. She was wearing the same colored clothing. Oh, or how about, that? no, I actually didn't notice that, but the scene, on go the look couch at the when, niece, go look yeah. at the, go look at the niece. She was wearing the same colors, the light green shirt and the freaking khaki pants. Like, come oh, on. I believe it. They're, they were on with the T with all the details in that film, but I'll have to go check that out. I'm sure that you're right about that. Oh, you got to rewatch, dude. Yeah. Cause I was paying attention and, it, <laughs> and it's fresh in my memory. I accounted all the minor details. Maybe not all of them, but most of them. She was sitting on the couch with the, he, he's standing behind the corner. He's behind. Oh, you. And then screen. And in the first screen, he didn't turn around. No. But in this one, she did. Yep. I'm telling you, dude, they did it beautifully. They did. And you don't even need the legacy characters anymore. That's how strong of a plot they have. I don't think you do either, but you know what? It's It's got to end like this. I agree. I just think with the budget and the box office revenue that they're getting from this, they're going to make a sequel. Imagine if they call it Scream 2. <laughs> Would it be surprised? Or like Scream Kills. <laughs> <laughs> like Halloween, Halloween kills. Uh, yeah, Halloween, Halloween brutal kills is what that should be called. Oh, uh, terrible. Just terrible. And Scream, you know, like I said, if you if you're out there and you're a horror fan, you gotta uh, go see this movie. It, cause because you're surprised. You dude. were really surprised. You you even said to me on the phone, you were like, You were right. <laughs> I loved how they put like a freaking portrait of randy up on their up on, the on their wall. like fireplace yeah. mantle <laughs> as like a way to like honor him because Wasn't you know like randy, suit? i loved it because you know what fans of the of the series do kind of honor randy in that sort of way randy was like the genius behind it all 
he wasn't a killer, but he was somebody that that you always referred back to when you would see it all unfold. Like, oh yeah, like uh, Randy was right. Like that's what happens. Like the, he was somebody that you sort of looked up to. And they killed him off in two. I yeah, mean, I mean, do you think they should have killed him off in two? These movies. I was always somebody that said that that they did Randy wrong. I think that it was all just sort of meant to be. After watching this, I'm like, yeah, it's meant to be. I agree. And what I love, too, is that they didn't discount two, three, and four. No, just like Halloween love, discounted yeah. all the, 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 the sequels that we like. But they've managed to write something worse than the previous sequels, which is insane. But... You know, like I said, the screenwriters should really just hijack the writers. Didn't you get that? Halloween. Didn't you get that like that like excited feeling when you saw Cindy get Cindy Cindy get thrown into the freaking kitchen? Yeah, I did. House. I, I did. But as soon as the movie came on and you heard the ghost face voice of Roger L. Jackson, that now, was, was that just... the original voice. Well, mm-hmm. that's the uh, yeah that that's the original voice. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hmm. I, like as soon as I heard that, and then the movie started really going, I was I was into the movie the whole time. I was hooked. There was no downtime. Whereas Halloween Kills, when I was in theaters and I saw that, I pulled out my phone. Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> the screen boring. held my attention the whole time. It really did. They did an amazing job, and of course, they cap it all off. It wasn't even something in the movie. It was at the very end. When, when the screen went black for one screen you see four west so you know what that was a perfect way to to end it it was and then of, and then of course after that they, they showed the ghost face go wham like yeah. across the screen <laughs> like across the screen just like um, all the other screen movies yeah so that's all i have to say about that or I, actually i, I, I think I that was just a brief. tribute to the first one the first one had that yeah, I think the first one had that. But I wanted to keep it brief. 10 out of 10, beautiful. You, you don't really get many great horror movies anymore. I no. mean, Paranormal Activity, I love. Uh, Hereditary, I didn't really see in its entirety. A Quiet Place is very good. Go and see it. I'm just rattling off recent horror movies that have come out that people should go and see. You know, don't give up on the genre. But... This one was definitely a, a, a home run, slam dunk, you know. Amazing. Grand slam. <laughs> Grand slam, exactly. Yeah, man, it's right up there for me If because you just rounded out your top movies of the recent genre. I would say my top movies are Scream. I think Scream goes right up there at one for me, the new one. I'd probably say Scream, Sinister, and... Yeah, I'd even say Conjuring, Insidious. No, I'd, pro- I'd probably say Insidious. The Conjuring, I did see in the movie theaters, so that's up there. And th- in that way, that movie kind of was a a breath of fresh air in the horror genre at that time because it brought something actually scary, and it was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it only goes so far with me because then you have two and three and four that just ruin it for you. But I, I would say my top two are definitely Scream and Sinister of recent times. And then you could probably throw Insidious in there. Absolutely. But again, I, I wanted to keep it brief. 
go, go, go see it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. 100%. But let's transition here to the NFL playoffs. That's some um, games today. We have two games today, two games tomorrow, divisional playoffs. What amazing matchups here, dude. Bengals-Titans. Um, oh, yeah, let's take a – you called it for me, man. You yeah. start it off, Bengals-Titans at, at 4.30 today. Um, you, we haven't really heard much about the Tennessee Titans, dude. They're the, they are the uh, number one seed. Mm-hmm. And Derek Henry's back. Yeah, they're getting the freaking god of running backs today. <laughs> He's he is returning after that after that foot injury, dude. He's been out since I think week eight. They thought that his season was over, but he excelled. He did in in um uh, uh recovery. So this uh, this is really one of those games where like you're gonna see what Joe Burrow is made of. Now this is not like a make or break for for, for Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow is still young. It's his second season, but if he can beat the Titans in Tennessee and go to the AFC championship in his second year, you're talking like, like top 10, maybe even top seven quarterbacks in the league here. I don't think he'd be, he wouldn't be top five, but you're really like, you know, accelerating your career here. But in all honesty, I don't think that Tennessee loses this game. No. They're just too good, man. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, who, by the way, didn't even score a touchdown until, like, the last game of the season. A passing t- – like, he didn't score a touchdown until then. He's been hurt all year, so I don't really give much flack to Julio. But you got two star-studded wideouts, and we brought up Derrick Henry, too. They'll just destroy the, – they'll, they'll – he'll – he can destroy defensive lines like you wouldn't believe. Plus, the matter of fact, um, the Bengals lost one of their top defensive backs, and um, I forget his name. He was a free agent signing. Um, it's hard to pronounce his name. I have to go and find it. Let's see. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I've. Kind of, not really, because I really don't pay attention to the Bengals that much. The Bengals, yeah. I'm sure if the name comes up, I'll remember it, but I remember we have so many injuries on our own teams that I can't even keep track of that either. I mean, the Jets, the whole team is injured. Um, can't believe I'm getting his name. Hmm. That's crazy. And it's not even coming up on, on the um, injury report. No, I'm looking it up. I don't see anything. Um, I'll look it up straight up. Just to double check and make sure we know. We get that out there. Oh, um, uh, Ojun Jabi. Okay. Foot injury. Ojunjabi. Larry, Larry Ojunjabi, who was um uh 
he was one of the more underrated free agent signings this offseason, dude. He was he was a stalwart on, on that defensive line. Um yeah, I think um uh let me see. He was doing great this season, too. Here. Yep, he's on injured reserve, like injured foot. He played um he played in 16 games, had 49 tackles and seven sacks. Seven sacks just taken off the line, dude. So that's a really good news if you're if you're a Titans fan, you know, and you never you never root for anybody to get hurt, but no. you're 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 always looking for edges in these games. So, um, I just don't think that the, that the Bengals can win this. Uh, it, it would have to be – they'd have to play almost a perfect game to, to get this thing done. Um, and same thing for the other game later on tonight as well, and we'll get to that too. Another team has to play pretty much perfect to win. Um, listen, I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamar Chase. They're a team that I hope that like a team like like the Jets could one day emulate and be, you know, hopefully Zach Wilson could reach the level of Joe Burrow and we can have like an actual offensive weapon like Jamar Chase. Hell, even the Giants, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen with, with, with Jones, but I think he's gone. They, whoever they have as quarterback for the foreseeable future, I hope that they could have a system like what Cincinnati has here. So, because it, 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 they went 11 and 7, and hell, they could have been 12 and 6 if, if, if not for Mike White. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Mike White game. Give me a break. They won their division. Like they've actually, no, they're, uh, no, they, they, no, they were 10 and 7. Stupid. They freaking count wins in postseason to add to add the overall record. Their regular season record was 10 and 7. They would have been, they they would have been um 11 and they would have been there would have been no um uh, in the regular season would have been yeah, they would have been 11 and 6 in the regular season. Damn, if they if they didn't lose to Mike White and the Jets. Um but yeah, you still think that the Titans will win? I, th- you know what, man, I-, I think the Bengals may win this game. I feel an upset here with Burrow. I really do, man. Like I just smell an upset for some reason. Hey. But, but the like I said, that, like, that exactly, bye. the Titans are rested. Now, now, now sometimes that bye week can really can 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 rush you out. I don't know. I think that more so happens in baseball. Like in baseball, you you, you got to keep playing consistently, exactly to keep that groove going. Football, I guess, bye weeks are bye weeks are beloved, but the Titans are rested up. The Bengals again they they lost their, um, they lost um uh, one of their top defensive backs, in Ajajabi, and good news Hendrickson's playing today. That was another great free mm-hmm. sign that they had, so. It's, um, I think it just goes with who 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 you think is going to have the edge. 
I think that most people are going with, with Tennessee because Derrick Henry's back. If Derrick Henry wasn't, wasn't cleared, I think that the Bengals would have had a much more even chance. But, like, I just, I just don't see Derrick Henry getting, getting beat by this, by this Bengal, Bengal, Bengal defense. The Titans are favored by, by three and a half. Um, I think that I think that that's a safe bet to take three and a half to win more. It's safe, yeah. To win by more than a um a field goal, I, I don't see why not. I don't I either. Because I think it's because Tannehill is just not like a flashy quarterback. That may but, be why. Yeah. Hmm. So I'll probably I'll. I'm I'm going with Tennessee. I'll be rooting for for Cincinnati. That's something that's different. I'll root for Cincinnati. So, the nightcap, dude. Eight Niners o'clock. Packers on Fox. Niners Packers. Now the team that you were alluding to that has to play a perfect game is the Niners. Oh yeah, perfect ain't perfect is just it, it's got to be perfect i mean the packers are are getting a bunch of guys off ir today that were that are on that are on the defense zaire alexander um desarius um smith i think who's coming back i believe randall cops coming back on the offense too yep mm-hmm. here we go See here, who's coming? Injury mm. report. Yep, the Packers are going to have uh, Zadarius Smith and Whitney and Whitney Merciless back. There are two, two of their pass rushers, so their defense just got but much better. Yep, and Randall Cobb is coming back. And their and um uh one of the right tackles is coming back as well. Um, from here it's saying that Jair Alexander is questionable, but I thought I read that that he was that he was cleared. Wonder when this article was put out. Oh, it was from eleven minutes ago. Yeah, he's still questionable. So most likely a a um game time decision. I think whenever you're in the playoffs, and your players are questionable. It's always game time decision. Yeah, it's the same thing for for the Bucks tomorrow against 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 um uh, the Rams. You know, um, uh, two of the Bucks um uh, offensive linemen, Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wirfs, are are questionable. That's that that's game time decision, dude. Yeah, this is the playoffs. This is one and done. So, with the Niners and Packers, um, I want San Francisco to win. But it's just why is that? Why are you going for San Francisco? You don't see Rodgers get a second ring? Because Green Bay, I mean, like you always want to roof like for underdogs, dude. I mean, like I like Jimmy G a lot. I think that what they did in Dallas last week was was not like amazing, but like somewhat impressive. You went, you went into Dallas and you shut down Dak Prescott. Like, 
now of course the, the the Cowboys lost on their own nonsense. And while Jimmy G did not really perform that well that well in that game, he still did enough to win, you know? And yeah. that's all that matters. If you do enough to win, then what else really matters? But I don't the in my honest opinion, I don't think that the that the Packers are gonna be letting up here, dude. No. The fact that they have two of their pass rushers coming back is scary enough. Now, Nick Bosa being cleared from, from concussion protocol is huge for San Francisco. He is a wrecking machine. Absolute wrecking machine. He is. I wish the Jets drafted him, but you know. Hmm. We're we in the we right spot. To, we don't we weren't. We don't get to draft players like that. Even even when we have a terrible record, we don't get to draft players yep. like that. It's always one team, one team above us. Above, exactly. That'll that that'll get those that'll get those impact players. Um, but yeah, you just think that that Rogers rolls in this game. I think so, but you have to take notice to the record that Rogers has against the Niners in the playoffs, which is zero and three. So you kind of have to watch that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, don't forget, Jimmy G has never played ever in his career a football game that is the temperatures to which Lambeau Field is going to be tonight. I think it's in like the single digits. Uh, I don't think I don't think Jimmy G has played below 30 degrees. That's insane. He hasn't. Can we put to the test tonight? So absolutely, dude, in the in the, you know, in the frozen tundra of Lambeau. So I guess we're both going to be agreeing with, with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, exactly. this game. Now tomorrow's games are excellent as well. Tampa Bay and, and Tampa Bay Bucks and the Rams, Bills and the Chiefs. Um, I think that with Rams and Buccaneers, it's all going to come down to the um, quarterbacks. It's really that simple. Dude. I think the like, Buccaneers pull the game. It's Brady. I, I, I think so. I think some way, somehow Brady pulls pulls something out. Unless unless his offensive line is shot to hell, he'll find a way to win. He always does. Matthew Stafford. Now, Matthew Stafford, here's the thing. It's going to be more so what the Bucks do than, than what the Rams don't do. Because the Rams have everything. The Rams have one of the most complete teams in, in the sport. Great offense, great, pretty good offensive line, incredible pass rush, great corners. They are, they are complete, complete. You know, like, I think that, again, as long as Brady has a sturdy offensive line and, and he gets the ball off in time, I think that they can match up. And it's Brady. Again, I'm going to go by being quarterbacks here. It's a quarterback matchup. But I'm going with Tampa Bay. I am Same thing. Now, last game, of course, Bills and Chiefs. You can't stand the Bills. You want the Bills to be be annihilated in this game against, against KC. You know, they're at Arrowhead. The Bills were at Arrowhead last year in the AFC Championship game. And this is, you know, revenge time for, for Josh Allen. This is 
this is one of those career defining games for, for Josh, in my opinion. It may be. And especially if he wins, which I don't yeah, think so. That's but, what I'm saying. But it's like, very possible. You could really justify this contract. Because he, he is, you know, one of the most highest paid quarterbacks in the sport. Go out there and beat Mahomes in his, in, in his home stadium and probably in the loudest stadium in football, Arrowhead. <clears throat> and head on to the AFC Championship game where – I think it I'll put it to you this way. Whoever wins this Bills Chiefs game is going to the um uh, to the um uh Super Bowl. That's right. I firmly believe that. I agree. Because if, if because the Chiefs just will the, the Chiefs will steamroll the Bengals and they'll steam and I don't know if they'll steamroll the Titans, but they'll but, but they could beat them. The Bills, I think, are the same case. But I mean, ugh, it's hard to pick this game, right? It is. It's hard. I like I said. I think in the end, Kansas City wins. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills do pull it out. But again, this is yeah. the when Patriots that they're playing. They had a field day with them I'm last week. I'm just gonna week. go with the safe pick because Kansas City's at home. Um. Yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs. But it's not going to be like one of those like games where like where they're above two scores. No, I don't think that. It's going to be like one of those like field goal to win games. I so, agree. That's, I think that's so how it'll play out. So that's the NFL divisional round of football, man. Yep. Great, great games these 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 next two days. But let's I think the show, dude. I think they'll be thrilling compared to what some of these games in the past few weeks have been. But let's end the show, right, dude? You got a little bit of venting to go your way, dude. I'll say this about the Knicks. You know, I, I'm probably not going to vent. I'm just going to say they're just a pathetic team, and I think it's time to move on from Randall. I really do. This guy has lost his leadership qualities. You saw what happened against the Pelicans the other night when. He was leaving the game and Evan Fournier tried to calm him down and just, you know, calm him because you could tell he was tense. And then the way he reacted to just pushing him and going into the locker room, then all of a sudden the, the Knicks don't have him doing the media that night. And all of a sudden they get a fine of $25,000. It, it's time for Randall to go. He's not a star player. I was someone that was an advocate for Randall last year just because he put the team on his back and we, we wouldn't have made it to the fourth seed in the playoffs last year if it wasn't for Randall. But he got exposed last year in the playoffs against the Hawks. And I said to myself, why are we extending Randall when we don't know if that's a definite? It's looking like it was a fluke year. So now uh, I'm looking to deal Randall. I really am. I don't know if there's other Nick fans out there that feel the same way as me, but I want young, talented people on this roster. I want Miles Turner. I want De'Aaron Fox. I want this to be a young and upcoming team that can attract a star to come here. A legit star, not Randall, a legit all-star. Someone that's been named to an all-star team that could help this team out. And you know what? So, Leon Rose needs to pull triggers for trades, mm -hmm. whether it's for an all-star player, whether it's for a Miles Turner or De'Aaron Fox. He needs to pull the trigger now. <laughs> 
I'm just looking at Randall's contract, dude. So he had an extension of four years and $117 million. Am I correct on that? You, you are correct on that. And he considered that a pay cut, <laughs> not with four it points. Takes. It's not. So his original deal that he signed back before 2019 was for three years at $62 million. He was getting paid around 18 to $19 million a year. Now he got pretty much a um, six to seven million dollar raise. So um, this year he, he's getting paid 19, $19.8 million. Um, the next couple of years, like next year, he'll get paid 23 million, then it goes up to 25 then to 27 then the last year he gets paid 29.46 million dollars close to 30 million dollars and then he becomes a free agent in 2026 at the age of 31 so people are saying that he made off with highway with, with highway robbery with the money he's getting paid but what i wonder is like people are saying trade him like, can you trade somebody with a contract like that? It's difficult. You'd have to check out how much the team has under the cap available. But I think it's possible. But it, it, it's it's going to be if the team wants a player like Randall, if they want him, and if they feel as though that they could turn him into the player that he looked like last year to transform their team. And that's a big if. I, I don't think that Randall has trade value right now. That's the problem. If he was playing better... He would, and I probably That's, wouldn't be sitting here saying that they need to trade him, but I think his days are, are numbered here. It's really just a shame, dude, because you really had a lot of high hopes this season, and I know, and I am, and the Knicks are going to go through the freaking, oh, my God. I just looked at their next, like, scheduled games, dude. It's Holy shit. I mean, the I mean, the game against the Clippers. I think they could win. It's on. It's it's tomorrow. It's it's, it's tomorrow afternoon, at at the Garden. I think I think they could win that game. Then they go on the road for three games: Cavaliers, Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks. Holy shit! That's that's brutal. It is. Actually, oh three. Then you come home against the Kings. Then you're playing the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant. Then you go out to LA on February 5th to take on the Lakers. Then you play the, then you go, yeah, there's this West Coast swing in, in the beginning of February. Lakers, Jazz, Nuggets, Golden State Warriors, and Trailblazers. This is really brutal, dude. Oh my goodness. I'm going down these, these, impo these opponents. Mm-hmm. You play the you 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 to to this next stretch from tomorrow against the Clippers all the way to the first week of March. You're playing pretty much all the top West Coast teams. That's including the Suns and Warriors and Nuggets and Jazz and Grizzlies. You're going to be playing the um um 
He played the Sixers. Um, play the Bucks, as I said. You play the the Nets. Come to come to Madison Square Garden on February sixteenth. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah, but Durant Durant won't be playing. No, he game. won't be. But still, it it'll be fun. And He'll no Kyrie fun. either. She actually may win that game. Yeah. He, hey, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, she might win. It's going to be the Knicks against the against just James Harden's team. And that's and we'll and we'll see how this Nets team is looking at that time too, injury wise. Injury wise, but you play the Heat twice. Two losses. That's brutal. That's brutal. And, it is. You know, and we and we were talking about the easy part of, of the Knicks schedule, which I believe started after. Yep, it's it's it started after their loss to the um, Warriors on December fourteenth. They played the Rockets and the Pistons and the Hawks and the and the Raptors and Thunder. And there's wins there, but there's like but there's losses too, man. Like, oh boy, yeah, I. They got to make a trade of some kind like this, like this trade deadline. And I don't know what that entails. I really don't. For multiple players, they need a complete change of scenery, in my opinion. They really need a whole new makeover with this team, bench and all, because these players aren't cutting it. They aren't. The players that played well last year, but you know what? They overachieved. The, The team overachieved last year. The bench is covered, is just cutting it, and not the starters. What what is like? Listen, I get it. Evan Fournier has a has a pretty nice three point shot, but when he's not hitting threes, he's useless. Exactly. That's what I'm alluding to. The players on the bench, that he's one of them to me because it's just he's so hot and cold. And, and you know what? And now, I don't want a player like that. You need consistency. And when Kemba came back, from, and when Kemba came back from his benching, he was a star, but now he's fizzled fizzled out again. It's because Kemba is not a consistent player anymore. No. And like I said, I would, when D Rose gets back, he's out of here. Plus, and, have, yeah, and speaking of Derek Rose, dude, how big is that injury? Huge. Because that was pretty much your, your top point guard for a while. And I agree. Last year, he was the reason why we made the playoff run. I think he's more and responsible for it than Randall. And he was more like active <laughs> active in the playoffs and I think anybody on the team he was and they got guys like Brandon Tierney you know these freaking idiots dude Brandon I mean listen I think that Brandon Tierney does a very good job I'm not really a big fan of him having a show on FAN with, with stupid Tiki Barber but like he, he freaking tweeted last year about how Julius Randall has done more for, for for the um for the for the uh Nick for, for the Nick organization that Carmelo ever did like, like that's that's BS that's total what? BS I never Carmelo said Anthony Carmelo Anthony had to freaking like dodge bullets not just from the media not just from his fans but from his coach yeah well not from no from uh, Phil not Jackson from, from Phil Jackson I keep well Phil Jackson 
acted like a coach. He did. Might as well have been. He ruined that whole team. Mello, again, media, fans, and his own president of basketball operations and Phil Jackson. That's three different sources of slings and arrows coming at you. And he still talked to the media. He didn't, like, cower. No. We took Mello for granted in New York. Mello may have been overrated at times, but we did take him for granted. And he, at the I end of the day, we need to him more. It's a byproduct of big stars coming to New York. It's like A-Rod. You know, like you've got these big guys that come in and then when they stink it up or, well, Mello didn't really stink it up. It's just that Mello didn't deliver the ring. You know, A-Rod at least brought a ring to, to the Yankees and they, they, they still shit on him. That's because of the whole steroid thing. And, they're, they're, and they shit on Giancarlo Stanton, of course, being Yankee bias here, but like... Hey, like the Jets, they bring in Brett Favre. He didn't, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Uh, the, the big studs, they come here like like the Rangers bring in um, uh, uh, Rick Nash. Great hockey player. Got crapped on all the time because they, they didn't win a cup. Nope. You know, like. It's always the big stars that get the most scrutiny. And Mello only did what he can do. Mello wasn't going to change who he was for the sake of like the team. Like, yeah, Mello is a pure ISO shooter. But like, just because you're shouting from the freaking third row to pass the ball, doesn't mean that he's going to do it. Or some writer from, from the freaking Daily News is going to say, oh, well, Mello is still, you know, playing, playing. He's still playing knee ball. Like, you wish some players adjusted, but Mello wasn't going to adjust. Nope. And even if Julius Randle, like, adjusted his play, he probably still, he, he still would not be as good as prime Mello. No. It's just not it. I think that Nick fans are just so like traumatized from losing that when they saw a guy like Randall come out of nowhere and play as good as he did, they forgot they about Mello. Not only forgot about Mello, they were going to build a statue of Randall outside the garden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Retire like, his jersey already, probably. Yeah. Just like how they were ready to anoint RJ Barrett because he like figured out his his three point shot. Like what? I don't know, man. Just it's a tough it's a tough state of affairs. Now, another thing I wanted to ask you too is like, how much longer are you? Well, I say how much longer because you know he's still kind of safe in my mind, but at what point are, are you going to start not trusting this coach? That's a good question. I, you know, there has been times where I feel as though he makes this Randall's team and I feel as though mm -hmm. he makes it the leader. And I don't like that. I don't like how he doesn't play his young players. I mean, we just traded for Cam Reddish and you have this guy in the, in the media saying, Oh, he should be getting his start any day now. 
well, why did we make the trade? We should have just kept Knox if we're not going to play Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is an actual, he could be a star player in this league. Just how he was out of college. Yeah. Look, he, the, the, even yeah. the Hawks, the, the, he did that, which just wasn't the right situation for him. So mm-hmm. at a time where you need a star player or you need someone to contribute, you're putting him on the bench. He, he's ruining the development of his young players. I just think that maybe Thibodeau looked at Kevin Knox and was like, this guy is never going to crack my rotation. No. Like, he'll only play if like, if, if like there's an injury, somebody go is like, 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 like a bad injury. Like they're out for like the rest of the year. And he says, Cam Reddish will just be like, he'll be on the bench and we'll work him into the, into the system. So I, so Cam Reddish will play. It's just that he's going to be worked into into the into the Thibodeau system, but I mean, I think that Thibodeau is safe. He's a very good coach. He's changed the whole fabric of of the whole Nick organization. Um, but I don't know how the fans will keep him up. I'd also like to know why is Leon Rose dodging reporters? The man doesn't talk. That. No, doesn't talk. He's like freaking. He's like, he's like freaking Mills again. It's like Steve Mills. Steve Mills never talked. No. I, I will say this: I think Leon Rose is light years better than. I Mills. do too. Mills is horrible. Mills. Oh. Absolutely. But damn, come talk to the media, please. Explain yourself. Explain how you plan on fixing this team. I don't know. I, I think they're going to make some trades to, before the trade deadline. If they don't, then the Knicks are just an absolute disgrace. <laughs> and you know what, man? Like, I can't root for them anymore. I can't. Until they get better, they're such an unwatchable team. I can't root for them. I just can't. It's boring. It's horrible. Like, they need to pull some trades out here. That's why I think they should make this a complete you full team with one or two vets well then you're asking for another like two to three years of like bottom 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 of the conference yeah. and i don't know how much the fans will take that i mean you go from being what the, the four seed and now you're going to be like trading off vets you're almost like tanking tanking again yeah. well if you think about it we're tanking now because we're <laughs> what are we are we 11th seed now yeah, eleventh in the East. So I mean, like, you're not like far down. I mean, the Knicks are currently twenty twenty two and twenty four. They are a half game behind the Celtics for 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 tenth, and they're two and a half games up on the on the Hawks for twelfth. So they're closer to to the play in than they are to not being in the play in. So. I just think that they need to focus on getting better by acquiring somebody through trades and just keeping, I guess, the plane and striking distance. Although they are actually, well, it's not good. They're actually four and a half games out of being in a legitimate playoff series, like away from the play-in. So if they want to get to six, they're four and a half out. And with the upcoming schedule, I don't know how they, I don't know how they surpass that. 
Ugh. Crazy. It you know is. what's even crazier? What I'm looking at over here, dude? What is? The Nets are 12 and 11 at home. You know what the record is on the road? What is it? 17 and 5. That's insane. I'm not surprised, too, with that, especially now that you have Kyrie back. Oh, but they were always a great road team. Even, even before Kyrie came back, their record at home is abysmal. Dude, 12 and 11, they got to be better. And even James Harden said that, like, it, we got to be better at home. Because if you want to be like, if you want to be the one seed, you got to win your home games. <laughs> I don't get how they can't win their home games. That's insane. I don't know what it is either, dude. But like, say like, look at this, like the Miami Heat are 15 and five at home, but they're 14 and 12 on the road. That's like, that's kind of like, you know, what you'd expect. Now the, now the freaking Phoenix Suns, <laughs> they're 35 and nine overall. They're 17 and five at home and 18 and four on, on the road. <laughs> that's an incredible team, dude. Oh my goodness. They could be making another run. The Phoenix Suns. Hey, well, the Nets almost beat them. Hmm. Man, but all right, I'm ready, ready to call it quits here. Wrap it up. Yeah, man. You, you go Let's first as always. Yep. So uh, my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max T H E R E E L M A X again T H E R E E L M A X. You could check out the Tony and Mad Max show on all podcasting platforms: iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, more precisely, Spotify, Stitcher. You name it. You follow any podcasting platforms. We are on it. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max on YouTube. The website: maxcoglan.com M A X C O U G H L A N.com. And we'll be back next week. We'll be back recapping the divisional round games and the championship games. We're coming right around the corner here from uh, the Super Bowl this year. And, you know, you thought basketball season was going to get us through the winter season, but not anymore for the Knicks, not anymore. Tony, is there anything else you'd like to say and just to recap the show and send us off here? No, let's do this, man. So, Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, guys, wear a mask, bundle up. It's cold. Get vaccinated, please. Get your booster shots, please. Stay healthy. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. Enjoy football. So long. So long.